What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Small State Big Takes presented by House Enterprise. We have a message from our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Whether it's a college football bet, an NFL bet, or all types of sports bets, the DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. If you use the code SSBT and bet $5, you can instantly score up to $200 in bonus bets. Listen to the episode to hear more information about this DraftKings promo, but if you're a new customer, head on down to the DraftKings Sportsbook, use the code SSBT, and instantly score those bonus bets. Enjoy the episode, and remember, the house always wins. Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. We are here with episode 268. Steve Scott is late. Uh, Shocker, shocker. Right now, it's just the dynamic duo. Uh, Gilly's here with me. Uh, how are we doing on this fine Monday night? We are actually recording bet. on time. How about that? I know. Back on schedule. My God, I can't believe it to be honest. But um, no, I'm I'm chilling. We're just chatting before about the uh, the Celtics in season tournament game and that that going on in the NBA. So I feel like it's a uh, fun fun times in the sports world. Uh, baseball winter meetings are starting up. I believe it was started today. Maybe yeah, started today supposedly nashville kind of random is that just a ploy for them to be like nashville's a baseball town let's get a team there is i have that... no idea okay it's a very odd choice it feels random extremely random and it's like it's fine weather this time of year like but it's not unreal it's not like it's in san diego or some shit where it's like oh okay yeah yeah december like nah but um yeah so that is good. Uh, I feel like we're seeing some weird trade rumors. I know last time we talked about it, but I feel like shit's already gotten weirder in terms of like Juan Soto stuff, Otani news. So I'm trying to think of what uh, what we what's been going on since we last spoke, other than the obvious URI lost to PC. That hurt. Yeah, that hurt. It was kind of expected, but other than that, uh, yeah, it's only been a couple of days, so nothing too crazy's happened. It does seem like the Blue Jays are the team that are just like the Blue Jays are in on this guy. They're in on that guy. They're in on this guy's mother. They want this guy's stepson. They want everybody. Um, the new interest kings, as you would say. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the my, I think my favorite takeaway amongst that is that how there was a report out there that Alec Manoa was in the uh, Juan Soto trade talks, and the people that were upset about that the most were Yankee fans on Twitter, and that made me smile a little bit. Oh, you want seven players and four pitchers from us, but you, but you'll take Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays? What a joke! We don't want to deal with you anyway. It's like, uh, that made me that made me chuckle a bit. Not gonna lie. Yeah, the, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how, like, time marches on and the one, like, thing that just keeps being consistent is Yankee fans being delusional about trades on Twitter. Just, oh, it's like, it's way back in the day with Clint Frazier, Clint Frazier, excuse me, and Miguel Andujar being like, oh, these two for any stud at the time that was, like, rumored to be in a trade. It's like, no, no one, and it, we're doing it all over again. You know, I like taking their King. place. Not Michael even Michael King? King. They don't even want to trade Michael King for one oh, burrito. Burrito and Floreal are the new Andrew yeah. Harden Frazier. Those are the two Dude. guys that oh, are just Florial like unta- so cooked, unt- untapped. Uh, just like any team should want to take on these two guys. Uh, 
trade pieces that they're just throwing out there in every mock trade, especially for Juan Soto. Totally right. I bet you most Yankee fans on Twitter would say no to Michael King for Juan Soto straight up. Which is crazy. Because that's, I, I mean, as much as like he's fun and I do, I low key am like, oh shit, they might have something there with him. I, I saw a tweet where it was like, really, let's be realistic about this guy. He's, I think he's like our age. He's 28, King? about to yeah. turn 29. Hey, play Little League. And he's got two years left. But like, it's not like he's like some 23 year old stud that they found. Like, no, he's right. figuring it out and he looks good. But like, you're going to have to pay him in two years. He's about to turn 29. Um, at the start of next season. So it's just like, it's not that, I don't know. It just, it, that just feels stupid to me. It'd be like, okay, you can't, you can't be like, that's where we stop for Juan Soto. Are you kidding me? Even right. if it is a rental. And I, I mean, on the flip side, you can spin it to like, oh, he's yeah. He may be 20 going on 29, but he doesn't have a lot of innings. He's only come out of the bullpen, the injury risk, you know, he's kind of got a fresh arm, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you try to stretch out a reliever to a starter, you're playing a risky game, as we've seen over here in Boston for the last couple of years, how that can go, how dominant a guy can be out of the bullpen, and then not quite be built for the starting gig. I think the Yankees should keep him in the bullpen, but maybe that's just my old-headed talk or, or whatever. And at the end of the day, it's uh, it's funny how just a little guy from Warwick, Rhode Island is the uh, – Putting putting trade halts for Juan Soto on hold. It's uh, who would have thought? Not yeah, I. That's no. for sure. That is crazy. That's that's impressive. Shout out to him because that is. I, I I do actually. Here's a spin. Kind of do want them to trade him just so we, we can like more openly root for him as a Rhode Island guy. But again, totally with a fair price, which I don't. Hopefully the Padres are smart enough to be like, well, yeah, let's give up. Freaking Juan Soto for a package headlined by Michael King, that'd be silly. But um, but no, I uh, it's been weird. I I feel like nothing really has been going on in terms of uh, baseball news or like concrete news, right? Like I feel like we saw some yep. stuff today. Seth Lugo, like the latest guy that the Red Sox are supposedly interested in or in on, which ironically enough, you just mentioned guys who like go from the bullpen to starter. At least he's kind of done okay yeah, with that. But like, but like he's just but he's not sexy. You can't have that be like your only or your main pitching move. No, and that's been the issue lately, is like they just keep going after those guys. Yeah. That's a high That's guy. like a Corey Corey Kluber esque, like, oh, okay. If that's that's a like that's a high third move. best move, that's Go, fine. Going, but going after like the Seth Lugos out there is not really what I was expecting uh Breslow and company to come in and do. We'll see. If that is actually like a method that that they take, I kind of expected them, as I think most people did, to come in and be way more aggressive. So I know it's early. Obviously, we'll see how it pans out. Um, but a, signing Seth Lugo would be like I've got no problem with it, but it absolutely cannot be the only thing you do or one of the couple of things you do. Like it's just another back-end rotation piece it's depth it's cool like whatever but that is not going to move the needle at all i think in terms of excitement yeah it it is interesting too because he was on mlb network i think it was today or yesterday um and the, the quote that i saw i didn't watch like the full full clip but the quote i saw was about 
like having to do like three three things basically assess like the pitching in within the organization and figure out how we can improve it and then be like look at the trade market and then free agent market as like ways to upgrade it so i do i like i get that i just i <laughs> pray to god that they're not just gonna sit on their hands and be like well we're trying to figure out what turner how could be so we missed out on yamamoto because we were doing all this freaking research internally so that's my only hesitation there of it being like this not late in the game but like i don't know you've you got to make some moves in my opinion especially with where the red Sox are in terms of like i won't say irrelevance i think ed hand has had some good tweets lately about like they need to go do something because if the yankees are truly like this close to getting juan soto like what's being rumored Red Sox got to do something, man. Especially if the Blue Jays get Otani. Can you imagine? <laughs> Where it's just, I, I I, don't even know. We would be, us and the Rays, even the Rays, like they usually scrap together 90 wins. So they'll they'll probably figure it out. I know they don't look like a stud of uh, a roster as of right now, especially if they trade glass now. But And Randy. God. Randy might be on the move. Yeah, that was a weird one. I, I feel like I saw both directions of that rumor of people being like, kind of refuting the source of it but yeah that's that'd be crazy i couldn't believe that when they they said that i don't even know he's not that close to free agency is he that's no, he like just he's got to be like three years away he just won rookie of the year yeah, yeah you're right so i don't that one doesn't really right. he won rookie of the year in 21 you saw that with like will myers right that was 21 yeah because he he Fair. came up in the playoffs of the covid year and then 2021 he won rookie of the year yeah, he's got three more years of arbitration. He's not going to be a free agent until um, heading into the 2027 season when he's going to be 32 anyway. So like, Yeah, so if they move on from him, they should get a pretty damn good package because that's a, that's a very um, attractive trade piece if you're a team like the Mariners who just traded away an outfielder. True. That was – how about that? How do you feel about that trade? I don't know – anything about the guys that the Mariners got back, but I can't really blame them because um, I mean, they turn I don't know. It's kind of weird because their pitching is pretty fucking good as it is, right? Like the Mariners rotation especially. And they've yeah. got pretty nasty weapons out of the bullpen even after trading Paul Seawald last year. Jared Kalnick potential is still there, but like how long do like it sounds like they don't want to be the one to wait around to see if he can tap into it fully or not and not just go on like a little two month hot streak. So like yeah. I kind of get the idea of trading him, I but I don't know much about the return for them. So I don't want to make I know uh Steve here is a big Kelnick guy, as what as it was I back a couple years ago. I kind of hopped off the hype. Um, but it's, uh, it's a very, it doesn't, the Braves need pitching too, though. Like what, what's their need for Jared Kelnick? It's kind of, kind of scary that they're making weird moves that I don't really understand. I know. No, I'm with you there. That's, that's the most perplexing part. I guess maybe if they just like saw a need or saw like, a Kelnick being shopped and I guess they do have cheap, it's not cheap too, but they're just like eating salary for the Mariners. Um, with Marco Gonzalez and then Evan White oh, is probably yeah. just going to be a bench bat for them. But like, so at least, but I don't know. That's, I guess they needed like an innings eater. They've got a couple 
Yeah, but it's Marco studs. Gonzalez in innings. Like, I forgot that guy was a major league pitcher for the last year and a half. Dude, he's not even 32 yet. How crazy is that? I'm just looking now. That kind of sucks. He should be around for the Mariners' success. He went through some bad Mariners teams and was, like, kind of solid for them for a while. Yeah. No, that is that is kind of tough. And another one, too, with, uh, what's his name? Evan White. That's just a weird... That was a weird extension, right? Evan White is still an Astro played. to me. Wasn't Evan White an Astro? No, I don't think so. Right? Well, really? I think you're thinking of someone else. Because Evan White was like hyped up like right before the COVID season. They gave him an extension before he even played in the majors. Oh, that always and shout out, out to James was... Rooney in fantasy baseball Hands because I think well. he drafted him like way early or something where it was like, <laughs> dude's in on Evan White. <laughs> I mean, the Mariners believed apparently, but he has just not looked good. Hey, James Rooney went in on Corbin Carroll this year and that one panned out. So I'm happy for him. That's true. I know. And he iron grip on him too. I yeah. feel like he was not entertaining any talks, which respect, but but yeah, that it is a little weird for the Braves to be like beefing up that lineup still. Uh, but if Kelnick turns into a stud, then that would be kind of a, a fleece job, which I feel like the Braves kind of are expected to do that. So yeah, yeah, it's it's one that can we can definitely look back on eventually and say, wow, that was a, a fleece job, but um it could also be like Kelnick could just fucking disappear. Well, I don't. I don't know. He's a weird case. So, um, crazy to think of what they had though. Remember, like two years ago, and we we're just like, oh my god, like oh, they're the Mar- so loaded. Mar- they Mar- got Kelnick, Kelnick, Kyle Lewis, and Julio. Like, oh, yep. and you've got Hanniger just like fucking around. Like it's just, and then Taylor like, Trammell too. When they trade for him, Taylor it was like, Trammell. oh my god. Yeah, I kind of still believe in Taylor Trammell. I'm not gonna lie. No, me too. I think he's. I think he could be a good major leaguer, but I still believe in Kyle Lewis too. I don't know another rookie of the year. <laughs> a rookie of the year, people forget. Um, he's on the Diamondbacks, right? Who? Kyle Lewis. Ooh, I think you're right. Actually, I think that's where he ended he, up. Oh, he's a free agent right now, but yeah, he was. Wow, a, that is crazy back. to me. That is crazy. He's 28 already, though. Wow. Uh, So kind of an older rookie. I mean, it did kind of come out of nowhere, but I didn't think the drop-off would be this fucking hard this fast. Yeah. Cool game. Um, I wish Steve was here so we could get his reaction about this uh, GTA news because there's supposed to be a, a trailer for GTA 6 coming out tomorrow, I think, or something like that, on Tuesday, I think. Um, not the biggest GTA guy personally, but I'm not gonna, uh, how do I say this? Like, I understand the importance of, and this, and the gravity of, of the new GTA. Cause it's been like 10 fucking years or something like that. I was in college when the GTA five came out like freshman year, I think. So it's like, it's like longer it's like fucking when Elder Scrolls comes out with a new game. That's the point we've gotten to GTA. But I will yeah. say when GTA 6 does come out, I will miss the memes of like all oh, this happened before GTA 6 came out. <laughs> Think of all the things that have, we've gone through since the last GTA GTA game. And it's it's really fucking funny. 
is it it's back in vice city is that what i'm yeah, I don't know. Ring. I, I okay. don't know a single thing. I was hoping to get some information out of Steven on this, but it seems like he's too Peloton crazed to get in here and chop it up. <laughs> oh, the whole point of the Peloton is it's on demand. You can do whatever you want. You could have. Right. You can just hop <laughs> on like he was the other night, shirtless and sweaty and all, and, and get in here. But I don't know. Some people just don't want it bad enough. And that's a. Uh, Something he's gonna have to 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 talk to his fans about, I guess. It is interesting though, because it's a female protagonist, which should be should still be fine. I feel like the game should play the same, but yeah. Again, until twenty twenty five, we have to wait that long though. And it's probably <laughs> gonna be like holiday twenty twenty five too. Yeah, it's so probably it's like, still two two or two years away. Two I will full say, years. Part, have, and then they could delay it too, where it's like, oh, okay, now it's March 2026. It all be that shocked. being said, I do have to give them credit in an era of video games where are just completely rushed and pressured to be released. They are definitely taking their sweet ass time. And I really suspect they will just release a goddamn masterpiece when it, when it releases. I do think that will be one of the few games that we see that on release we're like, wow, this is just so incredible. Like near flawless. The expectations for that game are going to be insane. And I think it's going to live up to it. That's my big take on it. That is true. That's like, yeah. If you could bet on uh 2025 game of the year, I think they'd be the favorite <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like minus a thousand probably for GTA yeah. six to come away with that. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I, I think we need we need a game like that. I feel like it's been think about all been a little while. All these games that get like Cyberpunk, for example, when it came out on release, it kind of flopped, and they acknowledge like, yeah, even despite the delays, we still rushed this. And a year later, people were raving about how good it was, but they lost a lot of people because on release, it was just not ready, clunky, yeah. buggy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not ready, and there are plenty of other games like that. Battlefield 2042. Two years later, people say it's in a great spot, but it doesn't matter when you lost so many people releasing a broken game. And yeah. No I Man's Sky, another one that was like, yeah, limitless potential, but it seemed like it was a little buggy and just like weird from the start. Yeah, that's an older one too. That that's like what six seven years ago, but the same. Was that idea. long ago already? It's got to be that old, right? Man. Brief interruption from our regularly scheduled program to talk about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Pretty exciting time of year. You've got the NFL in full swing, college football, things are heating up, NHL just came back, baseball, you've got the playoffs in the World Series just around the corner. And you've also got the NBA and college basketball just about to return as well. Uh, it doesn't get better than that, in my opinion. And what better way to celebrate and enjoy those games than by participating in some wagers with DraftKings Sportsbook. You can download DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code SSBT to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. Again, code SSBT, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. A lot of great 
promos and sports boosts um, on a nearly daily basis. A lot of fun ones to uh, to sprinkle some action, uh, even on those uh, those Thursday night games, World Series plays, etc. So again, promo code SSBT uh, for new customers, and please enjoy. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Please call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks. No man's no. sky. I mean, other than what's uh, what's been the, like, the last like yeah seven years. Okay, ago. you're right. Good snipe. I, I, if you told me that came out in 2020, I would have believed you. <laughs> For real, is what's the last like good first person or uh, single player game, video game that you've like enjoyed? Because I feel like I I don't know. Well. I, right now. uh fable two maybe <laughs> 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 i gotta go back a long ways i kind of stopped I, I stopped playing single player games a while ago unless like outside of the pokemon games really um yeah but like the last one that was general like genuinely like applauded that i can think of off the top of my head is red dead 2 i feel like a lot of oh true like a lot of the red dead fans really liked that game from start to finish yeah and it had pretty high expectations and i feel like for the most part it kind of followed through yeah i think you're right i think that that the only thing i would say is like a, a negative of red dead 2 is i feel like the online to for like for because that's another rockstar game and so I think people wanted it to be like the same level of online that GTA has. And I don't think, I think that was one thing that was like took forever, but for the, I mean, the, the story and everything like that and single player was on rail. So you're right. I guess that's the last one for, for me that really is like, whoa, that was sick, but I don't know. A friend of the program, Connor, I think that might be his favorite game of all time. He, he cried playing it, which I still <laughs> give him shit for. Which is, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know if any video game can evoke that much emotion from me. If I'm like, I don't know. Would you ever cry during a video game? I guess if you're not playing single player much, then you're pretty much out of the, um, out of that scenario too. I just, I remember when he told me that. It's like, what? What are you talking about? You cried? The story made you cry? And get, I mean, I, I like a good cry. Don't get me wrong. Nice emotional movie. I'm down, but. Yeah, that's that's a new one for me. Oh, oh, and the Spider-Man games obviously have gotten great reviews, but I haven't played those either. Yeah, I know those are those are kind of on my list at some point to play, but as time goes on, NPS5s are still fucking expensive. I yeah. probably won't ever do it. I can't think of any like what what fucking game came out recently that space game it's supposed to be like Space Skyrim. 
that oh was, yeah was really hyped for i haven't heard a thing about that since like two days after it came out yeah and then obviously so elden ring another although that was kind of a that's a that's not quite just like a oh. single player story mode though because i feel like people were doing a lot of co-op with that right uh no elden ring i think is single player and that's a good one that a lot of people liked no that, one's talking that, about that, that now got, though okay yeah but like those games kind of have a shelf life yeah i think and i bet there's some wackos that are still playing at like uh like Skyrim level of like, oh yeah, we're still playing it. We're like, just not tweeting about it. <laughs> it's like no hit runs and like the hardcore people that do shit like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, I think they, was there a God of War game recently-ish? Or is there a new one coming out? I think there was. Those are always do well. Kind of recently. Those games do well typically too. But all in all, it's it's just, you know, we've talked about this a lot lately because there's not much else to talk about when the Patriots are this bad and the Red Sox aren't doing anything and it's not much to talk about for the Celtics and we're shooting the shit. Games just haven't hit the same. It's true. I tell you what, I really, I didn't watch any of the game yesterday. I was at a sports bar too to watch football and I just never asked the bartender to put on the Patriots game because I was kind of good. I was like, you know what? She was stressed out. She was having a tough shift. One person manning an entire bar. It was insane, actually. It was like, wait, what? How are you waiting tables and doing this? She was very stressed. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. It's 3 nothing. Like, I'm not missing anything. I'll just check in on the score and watch the other football game. So I, I didn't miss a whole lot, to be honest, right? No, you didn't. I didn't really watch too much of it either, frankly, because there wasn't a lot to watch. And... I mean, at least Zappy stinks, too. Come on. It's like, awful. I... We we do that, but I feel like people on Twitter that are like, get Mac out of here. We got to give Zappy a chance. Like, there's a reason that he didn't get claimed when he was released. Yeah. And it's like the Chargers had the worst, one of the worst past, like, everybody and their mother is throwing for 300 yards against that Chargers secondary. And uh, it, it, it's it's bad and this season i think i think i mentioned this earlier on in the year but it really opens your eyes to say maybe matt patricia wasn't the problem last year maybe he was crawling and running an offense like that because that's all that that team was able to do and like you get mad at him for calling Three yard stick routes, out routes, screens, draw, like all the boring shit. Well, turns out that's all they can really run, and they can't even run that this year. And all that being said, uh, it's just an absolute masterful tank job that they're putting on. The teams they are losing to are just awful, and they continue to lose to them. And it's it's insanely impressive to lose to Tommy DeVito and <laughs> And I mean Herbert's obviously great, but let up six points to the Chargers and lose. And who else did they lose to recently? Oh, over in Indian over in Germany, they lost that game ten to seven against a Colts team who's better than people give them credit for. True. But, um they Gardner Minshew actually is solid. Yeah, he's he he's get... I think I think everybody kind of knew that he was a solid backup. Uh, but they were just like Anthony Richardson is just kind of one of those 
freak athletes where you had to take a chance on him, and he looked great early on too, to his credit. Uh, but anyways, the Patriots tank job should be if they're able to lose to Mitch Trubisky on a shortened week, and then they'll lose the week after that to the Chiefs, and then they have the Jets again at some point, I think on Christmas Eve or or somewhere around there. If the if the Patriots are able to lose out and secure the number one or two pick, this tank job has to be like taught in clinics across the country because it would be so insanely impressive for this success, like the teams that they've lost to and the ways they've yeah. lost, like gives you me personally. I'm still in on Belichick, the coach. I still think he can coach up a defense like nobody else. Uh, the question is, are you able t- to convince him to bring in someone else to spend the money this offseason? Because they've got a bunch of fucking money to spend. They're going to have a top two to three to four draft pick, hopefully two, one or two. I still want Belichick coaching. I don't want him in charge of those decisions. So I doubt you can have both of those things come true. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's probably unlikely for them to bring in someone that we would trust, right? To like, okay, they're going to be really leading the charge in terms of like player personnel shit to make us feel better. Like right. uh, the dude that left for the Chiefs or I think one dude left for the Titans as well. I don't know much I, the, about like... Casario, he's the Chiefs guy, right? Nick Casario? Texans, he went to the Texans. That's what it was, okay. Or that's what it was. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know a lot about uh, the the hip executives out there that, you know, these up up and coming GMs. All I'm saying, like, all I can say is look at these teams that have succeeded consistently in the past f- few years. Uh, if you can poach a guy from the Eagles because they have got a good eye for talent, obviously. Um, or... Even the Jaguars have put together like a, a a very solid team, as weird as that is to say. Like if they win tonight, they're the number one seed in the AFC. That's kind of crazy. Um, like go get someone from one of those the Lions, maybe. I can't believe I'm saying that, but like the Lions have put together a really, really solid team. Maybe that's more coaching side. I'm not sure. But I would love to keep Belichick the coach around and bring in someone else to make the front off, like have Bill in his ear for and whatnot, because he still needs the pieces that he needs to run mm-hmm. the defense uh, g- generally. I mean, look at how good this defense is doing. I know the comp- level of competition isn't, isn't, hasn't been great from. No, but the Chargers just keep the Chargers to six points. It's fucking crazy for the relatively healthy Chargers team, too. Yeah. It's not like it's like and they don't you, have Eckler. They don't you have... don't have your two best defensive players. Like they've been out for weeks and weeks at this point, like two months. So I still think he can coach, be a hell of a coach. And it, like I said, it's hard to get in Belichick's ear and say, hey, we're going to bring in someone else to make these executive GM decisions. But I think that's what needs to be done. I would love for both of those things to happen. I just don't think that it's feasible. And I do think, unfortunately, it's just going to be a complete overhaul, which sucks because I think that can go disastrously bad. I agree because I I feel like anyone like, look who's at on what the just fence, happened to the Panthers. Yeah, like it could it could get pretty ugly before it gets better. 
which would be terrible. But but no, I'm with you in terms of this being a so far pretty masterful <laughs> um, tank job because it's I, again it's uh, the games aren't fun. They're not <laughs> they're not really oh, they're not fun at all. But at least they're just like they're they're showing enough though where it's like this is a good defensive football team. So it's not like we're like oh my god every facet of this team is trash. I don't think so. Like I know they have a lot of shit that they would need to fix um, heading into next offseason. Like you said, they got money to spend. Hopefully, they get a top top three, if not better than that type of pick. Um, it, which I mean, that translates across the board too. Which I feel like that kind of gets lost in the sauce sometimes. It's like you don't just have the second or third pick in the first round. Every fucking round, that second rounder yeah. is basically a first rounder. Right. Like stuff like that would really help. Um, but. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I, I feel like they're going to lose to, uh, to Mitch and the Steelers. And the Steelers are, they're not a terrible team. They're not good, but they're not bad. <laughs> so I feel yeah. like, and they, they're in the playoff hunt. So at least they're motivated. It's not like we're going against, um, with like the Giants. Like they should not have won that game. The Giants, like they should have just, I don't know. We should have ended in a tie where they're like, no, we're not going to do it. We're not. Let's just leave this in a tie. Let's. <laughs> stay even with each other in terms of top pick percentages or whatever, but yep. But um yeah. Um yeah. big take for you. I should have I should have led with this. Um it's okay. just crazy. It's closing closing take time anyways, so perfect okay. timing. Uh, uh this is and you know what I this is I kinda almost feel guilty putting this into the universe. However, it was not real. It did not happen. I thought it happened. I was under the influence uh, last night, and I had a dream, a very vivid dream. Oh, no. I woke up thinking that Nomar had died, what? and I was devastated. I don't know why I was – so, Nomar, I hope you're okay. I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and it took me a while. It took me until, like, 10 or 11 this morning to be like, man, why am I so sad? It's like, wait, Nomar didn't die? We're good. We're but, good. Yeah, no, no, what really random to think that December 3rd that was on my uh, subconscious to be like, man, that would suck if Nomar died. Yeah, it would suck. <laughs> that would suck really bad. Like a month after losing one Red Sox great, we lose another. That would, that would be pretty brutal. Yeah, so, but again, just a dream. It's not, it's not real, Nomar. Love and good health to you and your family. Yep. Not real, not real. How about uh, Mookie Betts being a permanent second baseman? Speaking of the Dodgers, I feel like that's cap. To be honest, I know Drew uh, Dave Roberts said that, but I just don't. I don't know. What do you, do you think? That's a good decision. I don't know if it's a good or bad. I would. Per, I wouldn't commit to it preseason, anyways. I would say, yeah, yeah Mookie's going to play a lot more second base this year. I wouldn't say he's going to. I wouldn't come out and say. He's our everyday second baseman because that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Has he lost that much like instinct in the outfield? It didn't look like that to me last year at all. Like when he was out there, no. he was still Mookie Betts. And I don't know if it's a testament. They just they just want to take away injury risk, putting me at second base, maybe. That's all I can really think of because you know, he's in his what, 31, 32 now. He's got a smaller body. Uh it, it maybe it just lets him not play as hard. That's really the only thing I can think of to actually commit to that. Yeah. And I guess they already paid Jason Hayward. That would be the only thing I would say of like, oh, because, and again, great that Jason Hayward's back being relevant. 
but I feel like it would have made more sense to put Mookie in the outfield, slide Gavin Lux to second, and sign like a middle infielder guy. Totally forgot about Gavin for Lux, dude. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, true. He's going to be because he was hurt, right? All last yeah, year. Yeah, tore his ACL. So, but I, yeah. that's where I would think it would make more sense to like slide him to second and then get a shortstop that's like probably going to be an above average bat that probably is better than Jason Hayward. But yeah, moving Mookie to second base to make room for Jason Hayward is an interesting decision. We'll see if it pays off for them. Uh, I'm sure they're just going to end up signing Otani, so none of it actually matters. But that <laughs> is uh, our episode this week. Thanks, Steve, for showing up. You're the man. Good job. Josh, hope all is well. You guys had a great family trip to Disney last week. That looked awesome. We will be back next week. We'll try to think of a fun agenda next week because it's going to be dry content-wise. So we'll come up with a fun idea. Sounds good. Go Celtics. See ya.